Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal account hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app for your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brewed Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. We back. We are back. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. Another episode of Craft Brood Sports. I'm Mike. With me, as always, that's Scott. Across the way on the computers, that's Joe. Hey, guys. This is Craft Brood Sports. Uh, Scotty K underscore Jr. For the first time in like a month, are you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it feels so good to be back doing this show. Holy shit. I missed you guys. Missed you. I missed you. By the way, I realized as we were getting ready to go on, I realized I have like baby spit up on this shirt. So uh, It's an Notre Dame shirt, so no biggie. That, that moves. Just rocking around with clothes with New kid knows what's up. My son has pissed on himself so many times already. Like right in his own face. Oh, yeah. My a kids lot. Are, my kids like, are there. A lot. A lot? Oh. Yeah. My kids like, only did it maybe once or twice. <laughs> Should tell him to get that hose under control. He can't help it. He's got a pipe like his dad. Anyways, this is Craft Root Sports. We got an awesome show. I set you up. This has been Craft Root Sports, everybody. I set you up for a so baby dick joke, and you didn't even take it. <laughs> <laughs> Played us right off. 
Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. A lot of good stuff to get to uh, tonight. We have Robert Taylor from MMA to the Max podcast. He's going to be sitting in or joining in with us uh, via Hangouts to talk about the uh, Connor Khabib fight that's coming up and to give us a little bit of a breakdown about MMA because kebab shit kebab mm-hmm. the, the kebab fight. Uh, we're also going to be talking some NFL, some NCAA football. Uh, we've got. Tons of good stories in Upper Deck. I was nervous, man. We were scraping the barrel a little bit there midway through the week when it came to stories. Mm-hmm. But it all cool. came together. Yep. Well, more importantly, let's get into you singing. Oh, shit. That's this right. This is a long time coming, my friend, because you <sighs> suck at picks and you lost to me last year. Yep. So, Joe, cue that beautiful, beautiful fight song. <laughs> God damn it. Fight on for all I see. I meant fight on to victory. Our alma mater, dear, looks up to you. Fight on and win for all I see. Fight on to victory. Fight on. What a dumb fucking fight song. Hey, excuse you. No comment. I see. Our men fight on to victory. Our alma mater, dear, looks up to you. Fight on and win for Olesi. Fight on to victory. Fight on. Wait, what? I gotta keep up. God damn it. <laughs> Our alma mater, dear, looks up to you. Fight on and win for Olesi. Fight on to victory. Fight on. You have made O.J. Simpson proud. (laughs) (laughs) And stick around because he will have to do that to close out the show as well. So if you missed the beginning, (sighs) get to do it again. Uh, No, I don't think we should do that because we lost all our viewers during that. (laughs) No. That's fantastic. What a terrible fight song. Most fight songs are. Not Notre Dame's. It's a damn good fight song. Uh, anyways, let's get into, uh, before we uh, get too far into this and this discussion. And, uh, you sang the entire people. fight song and didn't say didn't mention the Bush Push once. I'm kind of proud of I'm you. I'm maturing, man. Not I'm, really. Not really. <laughs> it just was, you just forgot. Uh, totally forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> let's get into Motherfucker of the Week before we get too far into this show. And we're just going to keep it all Steelers, all in the family this week, because... Oh, wait, sorry. We've got intros and shit. I, this is the... F- ah, my bad. Hey, hit the drop. Nope, not going to play. Cool. All right, cool. Anyways, uh, Steelers. Failure Steelers. to launch. All Steelers. So, uh... What? Who motherfucker you? <laughs> it came in way late. What? Motherfucker, you. There we go. <laughs> All right, three Joe's weeks back in it. Three weeks of Joe's rust shaking right it. the fuck off. Uh, anyway, yeah. all Steelers. Uh, we're going with the Steelers offensive line because they decided they were going to call out their running back Le'Veon Bell for holding out, talking all sorts of mad shit about him needing to show up and perform in a year where like dudes are getting crazy contracts. Well, like in a guaranteed league, money in a league that's more dangerous than ever. Yeah. And that we know and for a position that takes more, like more damage that than the most shelf places. life for is the least amount in the yeah. league. The <laughs> offensive line was like, no, fuck him. We're he on the side of the here. owners. Yeah. Um, now I kind of get it because these guys were all at camp and they put in the time at camp and Bell's going to come in and make his money because, you know, they're going to like he's going to get his money. But first rule of work. Don't talk about another 
man's mm. money. Boom. Like, <laughs> at any job. You know, that's a good point. Like, the NFL is really one of those only, well, I guess any sports league is one of the only places where you know what your coworkers are making. Right. Like, easily can look it up. <laughs> like, it's on TV constantly. It's like, he's making how much? What the fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah, very, eh, I never thought about that aspect of it. Totally so weird. A, there's a lot of jealousy around that. So, uh, Steelers offensive line, your first option for Motherfucker of the Week. Second option is Le'Veon Bell himself for holding out because uh, here's a dude that, I mean, he flat out told him, like, look, I'm not playing under the franchise tag. If you franchise tag me, I'm not playing. And at this point, he's kind of under the franchise tag. He's held out the entire training camp. He hasn't reported at all. Here we are two days away from uh, the, the Steelers' home opener. Right? Are they at home this week against the Browns? Or are they in Cleveland? I don't know. Anyways, they're playing, they're playing Cleveland this weekend, and he is not going to play. Even if he reports like now, if he signs and, and they get it all done, he's not going to play in week one. So you are now missing your star player uh, for week one all because he was, uh, I mean, in a way kind of greedy because he's he's putting his team at risk now. And that's why that, but he's but earned his. He's earned I understand. And that's why this is a tough call because he is definitely – he. It, this is where you got to balance. Do you put the team above the individual or do you say, get your money, man, do your thing? Uh, and – I don't know. It's a tough call. I'm I'm really struggling to decide who I'm going to pick for motherfucker of the week on this one. Hmm. I know you got it locked up. Motherfucker, you. at the end is my favorite. <laughs> I like it because there's a slight pause before yep, you just, motherfucker. <laughs> you. It's <laughs> so good. Uh, let's get into the beer that we're drinking this week. Uh, this week, uh, now that we're back, uh, Joe had a great call and said, "Hey, it's September. It's football season. We need a fall beer. Oktoberfest beers are starting to come out. I still think it's a little early for pumpkin beers, so I decided good call on the Oktoberfest. So this week we have from Fatheads Brewing in Cleveland, Ohio, Gsuffa. Did I say it right? Gsuffa. Gsuffa. <laughs> I don't know why. Gsuffa. Gsuffa. Uh, this is uh, <laughs> this is their Oktoberfest lager. It is 5.7% ABV. Smooth and drinkable is what they say. Uh, it's more malt forward. There's some German hops for balance. And apparently it has an aroma of grains, which isn't really something I would advertise. Like, hey, man, you like smelling wheat? Because we got that. <laughs> yeah. You, do, you like, do you like the smell of bread? How do you feel about the smell of ingredients that make bread? Because <laughs> that's what we got going in this beer. Uh, but uh, initial impressions aren't bad. I've never had this one before. It's a it's a solid Oktoberfest. I've, I've never had it. I it's like it's very drinkable. Like <laughs> they nailed it with the highly drinkable. It's there's nothing wrong with it. It's very kind of basic. Oh, basic. Yeah, that's that's sometimes a very big negative. No, I mean in this case, I don't think it's necessarily a negative because with your Oktoberfest, you're not looking for anything. It's a, a classic German lager. I mean, you're not looking for anything wild or outlandish. I feel like some people might try to go a little bit big with their Oktoberfest. That's the only thing I don't. No reason. That's the only thing I don't like about this is the the ABV isn't very high. Like when I think, yeah, that could when I think always be high. German Oktoberfest beers. I think of like Hofbrauhaus Dunkel. That's I don't actually. That might not even that's be that not, high. But no, I don't think that's considered like an Oktoberfest style. No, it's though. just like a German. Yeah. Because yeah. I was looking at something a couple weeks ago, and I it's was shocked. considered a dunkel. Actually, I was, <laughs> I was shocked. Oh, there you go. I was shocked to see that. Um, 
traditional Oktoberfest aren't that high in ABV. Like they're this, they're actually around the. That's five probably and six because area. you drink them by the liter yeah. and have like ten of them a night. Makes so sense. Makes you can't sense. really go with yep. the twelve yep. percent yep. yep. on that. Uh, although. If you want to be a man, fucking do it. And if you're German, that probably doesn't affect you at all. <laughs> no, they're like, yeah, that's that, we could totally handle that. Pussy Americans. <laughs> um, but yeah, ratings on this, that's the other thing that's kind of interesting. It's got a decent rating on Untapped, but on Rate Beer, it's only like a 52. So people are very middle of the road with this one. We've talked about beer really coming at that you know, rating, and that's kind of what it is. The style dictates a lot of that because based on the style, it's like a 90. Mm-hmm. Like compared to other Oktoberfests, it's a ninety. But compared to all, all beers, beers fifty-two yeah. people are like, Meh, "It's a beer." I'll line it. I was gonna say, line it up next to all the beers, and I guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, not bad, Joe. What are your thoughts? Uh, initial taste on this one? I'm good. All right, there you go. Uh, Dynamite drop in Joe. As always, he's got such a fantastic way to break down beers. Uh, so we'll see how this one holds up as we get into the show. Uh, Gusufa. Gasufa. That means like chug too. Gasufa. That's what that. That's what it's at the end of like the the German songs. Uh, they do the countdown. Uh, Eins, Weins, Drei, Gasufa, or, or gus, oh. gus, however they pronounce it. Gasufa. That we're not. Yeah, we're totally <laughs> yeah, fucking we're, this up. I'm not even gonna. Gisufa. <laughs> uh, but it means like chug. Mm. So, cheers. Go. Uh, chug it up. I guess I'm not gonna chug my beer. Because uh, I have to take care of an infant after this. Anyways, uh, that's your beer of the week. We'll see how. Bitch, I got a bit of work. Sucks to suck. I got to be to work in a few hours, man. <laughs> uh, well, man, let's, for the first time in like four weeks, let's get an upper deck. We should. Oh, I missed that music. Oh, my <laughs> God, I missed that music. And don't forget, it's been a while, but Upper Deck is brought to you by Minuteman Tickets, owned by a couple of local Ohio dudes or sports fans just like all of you. Minuteman helps customers find the best deals on the market, and these guys are all about honesty all the time, every time. If someone has a better price, they'll tell you straight up. But wait, because they're not just about sports or concerts. They'll also help you out with tickets to literally any event that you'd like to get. They'll even sell your tickets for you. And look, college football is here, so be sure to hit up Minuteman for all of your OSU football ticketing needs or any other team that you care to watch. And while you're at it, go like them on Facebook. That's where they do giveaways. They're doing the Minuteman Pick'em right now, which we'll talk about mm-hmm. a little bit while. Tons of merchandise, giveaways, sports, and concert apparel, and obviously plenty plenty of tickets check them out at minutemantickets.com or give them a call 614-943-3000 and avoid all them fees 614-943-3000 shout out minuteman yes uh and appropriately enough starting off with upper deck we lead off with a little baseball <laughs> and we're going up to the d joe's a hater kind of Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of baseball. Kind of? Only because uh, the the Tigers, man, it's been a rough season for them. It's been a rough uh, couple years after they had those few World Series runs and got close, uh, but never quite did. Been rough for them ever since Kate Upton left. (laughs) Yes, it is not. That's like all people were holding on to. They were like, at least we got Kate Upton. Oh, no, where are you going? (laughs) Hey, boo. We got nothing. (laughs) Well, they've only won 57 games this year, and at this point in the year, there's one of two ways that can go either dudes just start packing it in and thinking about only themselves and it can come to fisticuffs or they can (laughs) bind together and rise up and try to make something out of the next couple weeks well if you're an announcer in the tigers booth you say fuck it we're coming to fisticuffs that intro was all about the team and it's like oh are they binding together oh we're talking announcers yep we're going (laughs) taking a straight 90 degree turn (laughs) and going with the announcers uh the broadcast duo of mario and piba and rod allen 
allegedly came to blows during two or right after Tuesday's game against the Wed Red the Wed Sox the White the White oh the White Sox the White the White Sox um those close to the situation say all year that these two White Sox yeah. The Wed Sox. Uh, that these two have been kind of uh, subtly going at it, and things just kind of boiled over, and they started pushing and shoving and throwing throwing bows. Dude, that's which is so awesome. really weird that announcers are the ones fighting. I would love it if it happened during a game. That would have been the that only would have, thing yeah. to make this better. Is if this it happened was during right a game. prior to the game Wednesday that they apparently got into it. Fox replaced them immediately, so they weren't there for the game. Uh, and no, not sure what's going to happen moving forward. I, this is really weird because I've heard these guys a bunch of different times. The Braves play the Tigers a lot in spring training. And a lot of times I just, over the years, just watch Detroit games. So I've heard these guys. Do, I've never heard of anything. No, I have any type of yeah. issue between the two. And you would never know. I mean, they're on air. Chemistry seems good. It's like us. Like we've, we've can put it aside for the show, but outside the show, it's like, fuck you, you piece of shit. Damn, it's like that off the show. I thought off the show we were pretty oh, cool. I just can't. Oh, that was our. Baby. That's our chat. That's oh. our chat. Oh my bad. Oh, <laughs> y'all, y'all two talking shit. All right, well, I'm out. Fuck, <laughs> fuck you. Shit. Uh, <laughs> no, I. I'm, I'm fucking but, but yeah, yeah no, man, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, crazy. And, and it comes on a week where uh, two Mariners players got into it and yes, fought in the clubhouse. D Gordon and uh, it was, was Gene, Segu- Gene Segura. And, and D Gordon, yeah. Which yeah, yeah. Gene Segura? That's not the first time he's been a hothead. He was just, a hothead in uh, Milwaukee as well. I think it was. I don't know if it was Segura or Gordon, but one of the two came up. Like the the media was waiting to come into the clubhouse, and he came up and he was like, uh, "Can you guys come back in a few minutes?" And then went into the locker room, and then just shit broke out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least he was nice enough to uh, not let the media, uh, you know, witness me. it. Pardon me. Do you get, and the, the only reason I'm gonna why whoop the one media- of my teammates' ass real quick <laughs> if y'all could. Pause, the only, the only reason why the media knew is because like they heard the the shouting, and then somebody crashed into the door, and the door's like flung open for a second, Jesus. and then they just like slammed closed again. <laughs> it's that time of year. If things aren't going the way uh, you thought they were, you just start throwing fists. I love baseball brawls. When it's not during a game because they're really stupid during games. But outside of games, I'm all here for these baseball brawls. Sign me up. Uh, we also, JB said he scooped you bitches. Yep, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yep, I was not even going to acknowledge you, but congratulations on being a dick. And Kyle's in there. What's up, Kyle? Kyle Taylor Steele, uh, Loudmouth MMA podcast. And Tank's watching. He said, all the motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> that is my favorite drop of the show history. Uh, you did a very good job on that. I feel like that has more uses than the DJ Airhorn at this point. Yes. That yeah, that made you shut that your me. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, let's stop talking uh, MLB, okay? Let's talk some minor league baseball. Yes. This <laughs> is more important right now minor league baseball. Uh, the Mobile Bay Bears which is the double-A affiliate of the L.A. Angels in Mobile, Alabama. They're moving to Madison, Alabama. They got some new ownership that's taking over the team. And as is the trend when it comes to new owners stepping in, they have put this out to fans to vote on the team. So not only did fans get to vote on, like, the qualifier for the team, mm-hmm. but they also got to vote on the actual team name. Uh, so the options that were available... 
regional qualifiers were Madison and Northern Alabama. Uh, the fans decided on Rocket City because apparently there's ties to NASA. I don't sure. know in Madison, Alabama, I guess. You know, when, when I think rocket scientists, I think Madison, Alabama. I don't know. There's nothing uh, about Alabama that I think about school and smarts or anything. Right. <laughs> uh, the the team names, uh, it ended up being the Trash Pandas. They are the Rocket City <laughs> Trash Pandas. That sounds accurate for which, anything in Alabama. Yes, <laughs> which is an ode to uh, the resourcefulness of raccoons is what they said. Trash Pandas beat out Thunder Sharks, Moon Possums, Space Chimps, and Comet Jockeys, which sounds subtly racist. Comet jockey sounds a little borderline. I'm glad they didn't go comet jockeys. Yeah, but what? Uh, which which race? I don't know. It just sounds, comet. It just sounds racist. It just like if I know because you're going with camel jockey, but I, and I get that that's <laughs> what you're doing. But I'm what I'm saying is that definitely wasn't what he was thinking. <laughs> ah, that is definitely it just, no. It just sounds racist. Comet jockey sounds racist. That's all I was saying. Uh, sure, Rocket City trash pandas. All I know is I am getting a fucking trash panda hat. If, that's what we if need you guys to see. Had what a boat, does that which, look like? What would you pick? Trash you panda. Had, you'd pick the trash I, panda. Yeah. No, I like moon possums. That was uh, moon possums was pretty good, but I also was, I, and I think this is where you were leaning. Space chimps. Space yeah, chimps. space chimps space was the other one that I was like, that's pretty good. Space chimps is my second with vote. Chimp with the net, with the astronaut helmet yeah. on. That'd be amazing. Think about this too. If they were the space champs, you know how minor league always does chimps. the. The, the weird shit in between innings, they 100% would have had that dude that has the little monkeys that rides on the dogs, and he absolutely would have been at every single game and just had In a monkeys. fucking astronaut outfit. Yeah, they would dress the dog up like a rocket, and the monkey would have an astronaut outfit, and this that dude true. would run all around. They missed an opportunity here, I feel like. Space chips would have been baller. What, what would have been the races around the field? Uh, well, I, I mean, it would be monkeys dressed up as various astronauts. Is what I would go with. So like Neil Armstrong, Buzz, yeah, Buzz yeah, Lightyear, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear, <laughs> Buzz Aldrin, <laughs> Buzz Lightyear, and Buzz Aldrin, <laughs> various buzzes, <laughs> just all the buzzes. Uh, no, no, well, no. Former, like, former Marquette coach Buzz Williams. <laughs> but I mean, like, what are they gonna do for trash pandas running around? They're just gonna have like some hillbillies from Alabama. No, they're just, just gonna let raccoons loose on the field. They're just gonna be like, "Go ahead, raccoons, just go for it." It's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> they all have rabies. They're gonna be like, they're gonna have like meet and greets with like famous raccoons from movies. It's gonna be like, hey, <laughs> this is this is the animated. This is the guy who animated the raccoon in Pocahontas. And the next week, we got the raccoons from the Wendy's commercial. Rocket Raccoon, in. Marvel, oh. bro. Yeah, well, I was getting there. Would oh, you? Fu- sorry, I don't want to cut. It's just the first one. I think. Moving on. Fuck, no. Thank you. Jack. Okay, cool. Uh, hey, Tom Brady kisses his son inappropriately. Remember that? No, that was weird. Gross. Was super weird. Fucking gross. He's also an insensitive prick, which one could assume. Uh, but it was confirmed Clutch this my week. Pearls. <laughs> it was confirmed this week. Uh, former teammate Randy Moss uh, posted a tribute to former Viker- Vikings trainer Fred Zamberletti. Who passed away uh, this past Sunday? Um, Moss had posted a picture of himself with Zamberletti uh, back in his Vikings days, and uh, the message said, "Quote on behalf of all the Purple People Eaters and true Vikings fans worldwide, thank you, Mr. Fred Zamberletti." Hashtag skull. Hashtag R.I.P. Hashtag old timer. Tom heartfelt took yes. Tom took this as an opportunity to just him. Completely be tone deaf about the fact that a man passed away, and he commented on the photo, "quote 
You look better in a Pats uniform. 100 emoji. <laughs> Did Tom Brady just learn how to use emojis? Because I feel like he's putting them in a lot. Between this and eating ass, yeah. he just eat, doesn't know what's ass, going on with the internet. Eating ass season. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he actually must have came to realization or somebody it was said. ass eating season. That's what it was. Yeah, somebody Sorry. somebody said, somebody must have said, hey, Tom. Dad. That's kind of an insensitive fucking thing to do when a guy just died. Maybe you should not do that. Because he deleted it. <laughs> and then he went uh, went on and put, uh, quote, R.I.P. And then hit the praying hands emoji. <laughs> this fucking guy. At least he went to a better emoji. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we get back into that. Uh, Matt Stanton, a super funny comedian, is uh, out in California now. He said Huntsville was the old home of NASA. And he only knows that because he performed there once. Madison, Alabama is in the suburbs a few minutes away. That's why Madison has the tie-in to NASA Rocket City. Anyways, Tom Brady, fucking insensitive prick. <laughs> I don't know if it's it's like I feel like there's no maliciousness to this. I just no, no, feel no, I like know. he doesn't he's just oblivious to it. That's like, what I'm saying. Like Tom it, Brady is just figuring out social media because he's been a robot for so long in his career that now he's like, oh, I could go on Instagram and like talk to people so he's like well, you look better in a patch uniform what emoji should i use and giselle's like use the hundred one and he's like what's that how do i do it the only thing that would have been better is if he would have emojied like a little girl and there would have been 40 of them afterwards <laughs> smiley faces and all sorts of ice cream cones and think, shit do you think his kid taught him how to use the emojis and then he kissed him on the mouth to there's no him? doubt they made out afterwards <laughs> moving on <laughs> it's a solid post dad Mwah. Uh, so this weekend, Nebraska, uh, they had their home opener against University of Akron. The powerhouse, the ruse yes. up there in Akron. The Zips. Uh, the, but the kangaroos. I know, the, but they're yeah, the Zips. The, the fighting okay. ruse. Yeah, the Zips. Okay, the ruse. Uh, anyways, like a lot of games this past weekend, uh, they were delayed by weather. Uh, which Fucking I don't remember. Horror. I don't remember that many games. The NFL was delayed tonight because of... Yeah. Rain and there was a well, all lightning, kinds of all kinds of shit on Saturday. Well, Nebraska's ended up being so bad that they just canceled the game. So the start of the Scott Frost era has been postponed in Nebraska. Oh, no. And a lot of people that was a hot ticket because a lot of people really wanted to see Scott Frost's first game, especially against Akron, because they're gonna beat Akron but not beat a lot of other teams. So they were like, We want to see Scott Frost get a win, and this is one of our only chances. <laughs> um, we suck. The game was sold out. Uh, a lot of people anxious to see it. And now the university is saying they're not going to issue any refunds. Shady fucks. <laughs> That's brutal. And most of the tickets were bought on the secondary market anyways. So you're not really getting a refund anyways from, from those tickets. Correct. Uh, which you know that going in. Right. But if you bought it from the school and they're not going to give you a refund for Imagine it? if you're a long-time ticket buyer, too, Man. through the school. Yeah. And, and they just, you know, you're a loyal customer and they tell you, eh, we're just not going to do anything for you. Sucks to suck. Dude. Imagine if you're a high-paying booster yeah. who is, like, front row 50-yard line tickets and they're saying, nah, we're not going to give you that money back. I feel like something's gonna come out where they end up doing something for these people. Well, because there's no I way mean, there's gonna be way too much backlash. If we're telling this story, then the local media definitely got a hold of that, and it, it'll come back to them to where they look yeah. pretty bad. They're, they'll do something. I mean, I don't know that they'll necessarily end up giving money back, but it'll be one of those. Here's a voucher for a future game that's not important. Here's a free coke at your next time at the stadium. <laughs> 
I hope it's better than that because they'll still get, <laughs> still get backlash from that. But uh, you know, y'all, y'all like nachos? Years <laughs> of corn. <laughs> Come on. No, everybody. That's not a good giveaway because everybody's got that. Like they're like, man, I got a shitload of that out in my backyard. I don't want your corn. <laughs> I can't it's get rid true. of my own corn. What the fuck, man? I can I can walk across free the street and get free. corn. <laughs> Joe's like, give me all the corn. Joe's also got a very good point. Free is free. You want? You want I never turn down free anything. If it's free, it's for me. <laughs> uh, shit. They are looking at possibly making up this game later in the season. They decided that if either team needs the game to like, it looks like they need to be bowl eligible. <laughs> if, if Akron's playoff bound. <laughs> Are this game good to decide at all, man? We got to play this. We're number five, man. I got to play Nebraska. Uh, We'll have to set out the first ever Akron playoff if we don't play this game. Bubble watch. Bubble watch. Give me some of that action. Uh, They they will potentially play the game, but basically they're just hedging their bets that Nebraska's going to suck and Akron's not going to need it. And they're just ignore it. Yeah. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Why even Everybody go home. <laughs> Dude, if you played for Akron, would you be pissed if you had to fly back to Nebraska again later in the year? Like, you already had to fly there once. I mean, if you're leaving from Akron, probably not. Heck, That's a good no. point. That's a good yeah, point. You're no, leaving it's from missing you're right. school, missing <laughs> life. Missing life. <laughs> missing Akron. Trust me. They're but Akron. is it that much better in Nebraska? Yes. I mean, we're not talking about a super upgrade, but... You know, I mean, yeah, free uh, ho- like a nice hotel bed. How do you a know nice it's a nice hotel? hotel it's accurate. What else do they get- have to build there? They got mucho land. <laughs> you can't take all that corn land for like a fancy holiday. It's a Holiday Inn Express. That's what it is. And it's one hotel that's on the highway. That's it. You know it. Yeah, but you feel smarter already. <laughs> now, that's a Marriott Doubletree for sure. <laughs> oh, with them cookies when you check in. Ooh, mm-hmm. chocolate chip cookies. You ever had them double tree cookies? I have. Oh, shit. I've grabbed more than mine for sure. <laughs> they're, they're like complimentary, and I'm like, I'll grab a handful. <laughs> they always kept them behind the desk so that people didn't do that when I would check into the Except for the one I went to in Toledo. I was shocked. I was like, this is up on the counter? This is foolish. Mm. I took four. <laughs> <laughs> if they're on the counter, though, are they warm? Because this one is Chicago. They were warm. Was be- oh, wow. That, I was actually, again, I was shocked. In fact, I when I grabbed the one out initially, I thought... Huh, this was warm. I wasn't expecting that. I'm going to grab three more. Okay, moving on. <laughs> well, free for me. Uh, beer news alert. You guys want to watch some beer porn? <laughs> yes. All right, cool. Because yes. you're going to be able to. Isn't there another opener over there? Didn't we have two? We did. But yeah, we did. But I feel like we're it's three dudes, one opener right now. Um, <laughs> speaking of beer porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of beer porn. Uh, well, uh, Scottish owned <laughs> Brewdog uh, recently opened a beer theme hotel in Columbus, which, ironically enough, this week I was cutting video of. The hotel looks really sweet. Dude, it's, Dude, it's awesome. awesome. It looks really great. I was like, I want to go to Columbus and stay in a hotel for no reason, even though I know all sorts of people up there that I don't know. They also have like a small brewery on the other side of town, just in case anybody was wondering. Yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> uh, well, but anyway, that brewery, like that, that hotel, they've got like beer like you get taps in your room yes like i think at one point they said uh the the tub can be filled with beer which that sounds a little weird but i pass on that but no, i try it i try it i mean uh, once no, i mean you gotta try something right you right. gotta try it it can't be any dirtier than a foliate. it can't be <laughs> it can't be any dirtier than a regular hotel hot tub right uh true yeah okay 
Well, um, anyway, they're going to launch the BrewDog Network. Um, the streaming service is going to feature over 100 hours of various drink-related shows. All sorts of different uh, content. I, I imagine it'll be like the Food Network only for drinks and beer. Doesn't William Shatner have a show on this? Uh, I didn't see William Shatner's name on they, they did have a show on what was formerly Esquire. Yes, Network. yeah, they used yeah. to. And, and they I'm guessing they'll crazy bring that shit. back. Yeah, but either way, if you want to subscribe to it, it's going to be uh, four ninety nine a month or four nine or forty nine ninety nine per year. Um, the best part about this story, though, is that in a promotional campaign, BrewDog just launched a website, Beer Porn, <laughs> and it features clips from some of these upcoming shows that they're going to have, and they have classy names such as Nerdy Brunette Loves Big Cocktails. <laughs> And all of the videos have a 69% thumbs up rating. And well, their stockholders aren't too happy about this. They've taken to Twitter and voiced their displeasure about the sophomore ad campaign that BrewDog has launched. BrewDog hasn't responded, and I feel like that's a giant double middle finger to all of the stockholders. Because, I mean, if you're a stockholder in a beer company, and they do something that's probably going to boost their sales... What do you have to bitch about, whether it's sophomoric or not? Right. Well, yeah, that's the thing. The, the people are just being fucking getting their panties and over, yeah, over uh, somebody making a joke. Like, look at it. We're talking about this story. That's what they're trying to do is get people to talk right. about. And, and, and it's it's a great idea for something like this. I mean, it's all tongue in cheek. Yeah. It's not, I mean, there's no actual porn. It's right. just, hey, you know, we can have fun but, with this. But you know people are jerking off to that. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> yeah, there's no doubt about that. People will jerk off to anything, so no doubt. But yeah, get get to beer.porn and uh, go ahead and uh, subscribe to the BrewDog Network. And uh, also, BrewDog, if you are looking for a sports show for your network. Um, <clears throat> we know a couple of guys. <clears throat> you can find us at uh, at Craft Beer Sports. <laughs> In fact, we we, we know a, we know a threesome, if you will. <laughs> All right, let's Three get into one beer. <laughs> that sounds terrible. Three dudes and one beer. We got to share. It's got to be a big old beer. A dunkle. A BBB. <laughs> Liter of cola. Big black beer. <laughs> All right, let's get into our last story because uh, we were behind. So apologies to our guest. Uh, Joe, why don't you go ahead and get our guest on the line so that we're ready to go after this. Um, so speaking of beer, Washington Capitals may have ruined it for everybody. Uh, and motherfuckers. By that, I mean everybody has heard at this point about the Capitals and how they have celebrated so much with the Stanley Cup. Uh, everybody's doing keg stands. There's dudes just Alex Ovechkin is still drunk from when he had the the Stanley Cup. That dude, as much as I didn't want him to win, was just being a total hater to the firm racket. Now that he's love won it, it, love it. I complete opposite direction. I'm like, man, I am the biggest, dude is living I'm his the biggest life. OV fan. We should this. have had him have more cups sooner if I knew this was how he was going to react. Mm-hmm. It's been probably one of my favorite post Stanley yep. Cup celebrations ever. Yeah. Constantly drunk, uh, but apparently the keeper of the cup is very worried after seeing all of the keg stands that Capitals players mm. have been doing out of the cup, uh, so he is fearful that the cup has been damaged, that it's broken, that they're going to need to do a lot of work to it, and has hinted that future in the future they may tell players you're not allowed to do keg stands out of the cup going forward, mm. um, which... First of all, how are you going to police that? Like, all it means is we're just not going to see the cake stands. Like, if they think this is the first time 
there's been a ton of keg stands out of the cup. Dude, They're fucking hot. That's this, this happens every year. This story we just are out, seeing it. This story came out earlier this week, and this morning, this morning on Wingo and Golik, they were talking about doing a, a, a stand. On the damn Stanley Cup because I think they're having a Vetchkin or somebody's coming in nice. to do the show and they were talking about it on the show and I'm like, I guess that story meant nothing. Or, yeah. Like nobody saw that or they just don't care. <laughs> Everybody's like, well, if they're gonna ban it next year, we better get our keg stands in now on the Stanley <laughs> right, Cup. Get Fuck it. Well, you got it. I mean, Jimmy Fallon did one. It is, you know, they. I think that's just the thing. Like, like I said, we're just seeing it this year. And I'm sure it's been done. Like, there is absolutely no way these guys haven't taken the cup home and everybody gets their turn with it. There's no way people haven't done cake stains out of it already. Yeah, it's just become a bigger deal. Chris Draper's yeah. kid, shit. Shit in, in it. The cup. Shit in the, well, they said used it as a toilet. We don't know if it was shit or care. piss, but somebody defecated the cup in some way, shape, or form. And then somebody's fucking eating Cheerios out of it the next day. Ugh. Yes. Yeah. Seriously gross. Uh, This has been Upper Deck, brought to you as always by Minuteman tickets and And beer porn. I was gonna say beer porn. Say brain. This is awesome. (laughs) We are in lockstep. Coming back (laughs) right back into it. We just fall right back into it. Uh, All right. Let's not waste any more time. Let's get to our guest for the evening. Uh, So tonight we have with us Robert Taylor, host of MMA to the Max podcast. This dude is. The mastermind when it comes to picking UFC fights. At one point in the in time, he was rated the number four picker in the world when it came to U- picking UFC fights. Robert, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm a little <laughs> distracted by the game finally starting, but uh... oh <laughs> fuck it! <laughs> of course, the game opening opening right. kickoff went out of bounds. FYI. Oh, cool. But, uh, uh, a correction. Was at one point ranked number one. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, sorry, big timer. How does that work? Like, how do you get ranked for picks when it comes to uh, UFC? I, it's just their their fantasy website. They had you know you make the picks, the way of victory, uh, what round. But that's, I mean, that's all it is. And then they just score. They just tally up points. Gotcha. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so it's not really that big of a deal. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not that. <laughs> I'm just I'm like the. I, I, I ended as like the number four loser in the world. That's pretty much it. <laughs> no, I think that's fantastic. Uh, and honestly, man, you are one of the the dudes that I really respect when it comes to your uh, MMA knowledge. I listen to MMA to the max. You can hear it every uh, week. Actually, you guys have kind of changed dates around. It used to be you guys would come on right after we were on on Facebook Live, uh, but you're, you're kind of shifting around dates. Uh, so make sure you follow them on Facebook to find out when they go live. Um, let's talk first, Robert. About Connor versus Khabib, or Kebab, as Scott would say. <laughs> Kebab. Uh, so, since Kebab. you are the expert picker, uh, and you are one of the few people that I know that is anti Connor Is that a hard R on picker? No. Well, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, it was a hard R. R. It was. Okay. I meant picker. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Chill out. Chill out, bro. Chill out. <laughs> Be my picker, not my picker. Uh, so, uh, Robert, why don't you break down this Connor Khabib fight for us? Who is gonna? Who should I put my money on in this fight? You know, as much as I dislike Conor McGregor just because of what he's done, like in his professional career, I mean, props to him, I guess. I mean, he's made his money, he's done his thing. It kind of ruined a couple of the divisions in the UFC, so that's why I don't like him. <laughs> um, he's still talented as hell, and one of the most accurate strikers in in history when it comes to the sport. So, um, I mean, if you're gonna put money on it, though, I 
I don't know. When you have a striker and a grappler, I always I always favor the grappler. And when you got a, a grappler like Khabib Nurmagomedov, who is 100% a grappler and a guy that just mauls people and manhandles them, I just don't see any way Connor wins this fight outside of catching a lucky shot when uh, Khabib's coming in. So, I mean, if I was to put money on it, it would be on Khabib. Wow. And that that is not your Conor McGregor hater coming out. Like, that is your expert no, opinion. No. no, I mean, I've, I've made it well known that Conor McGregor can win this fight, but he's not going to sit there and win a decision against Khabib. He's going to catch him with the left, like when Khabib's jumping in with his chin up, like uh, Jose, Aldo, or Jose Aldo did. That's Honestly, that's Conor's chance. He's not going to out-grapple him. He's not going to out-clinch him against the cage. If Khabib gets him against the cage, he's not going to keep himself from getting taken down. So I just... You got you got somebody like Khabib who's gonna beat who could beat him all over the cage versus Connor who's only basically got the center of the cage. Okay, but if that's uh, that, if that, that's, that's Connor's my... weakness though, uh, I mean I'm sure he's faced grapplers in the past, right? So shouldn't this have been something that that has been a, an Achilles heel for uh, the Fighting Irishman in the past? Yeah, I mean the thing with Connor, he was kind of protected from grapplers for the most part uh, in his mm. UFC career. Um, the, the, the biggest grappler he I mean at least takedown artist when it comes to grappling uh, he had one which is Chad Mendez but he only he got that fight on like 9 days notice 10 days notice after uh, Jose Aldo pulled out for their first fight at UFC 189 and he was taken down at will until uh, Chad Mendez gassed out so I mean there's question marks surrounding you know what's going to happen with this fight Okay, but if Connor loses this fight and it's his first one in quite a while, and obviously the first one since Mayweather, does that? How much does that hurt UFC for Connor not to win because he's obviously the bigger of the two names? Well, see that I don't know. That all depends because if Connor wins, and what I expect to happen if Connor wins is the exact same thing that happened before Connor leaves. <laughs> I mean, That's or tries true. to get a, a, the Mayweather rematcher or the winner of Triple G Canelo, something like that, because, I mean, there's no way the UFC can sustain paying him what he's going to command for this fight alone. Well, I guess the follow-up question that, to that would be, uh, so assuming that Connor does win, and, and then, you know, those things happen the way you think, it, overall it feels like a little bit UFC is down, and it may be a cyclical thing because some of the bigger names, you know, have just kind of phased out at this time, and, you know, it's only a matter of time before the names kind of pick back up. But what do you, what do you think, if you were to give us a status report overall of the UFC, is it trending upward or is it trending downward or is it kind of neutral? Because it, it feels like, and I'm like the most casual observer as there can possibly be, I have no idea, that's why I'm asking this question, it feels like they're trending downward and, it, you know, they're kind of trying to stop the hemorrhaging right now. Oh, yeah, that's that's what all these super fights are. That's why all these people are getting uh, title shots instead of, you know, the number one contender. That's exactly what they're trying to do and uh, trying to do uh, WME, IMG, I guess what Endeavor now. Uh, they're trying to recoup that four billion dollar loss that they that they got on the UFC. You know, mm -hmm. they bought it. And as soon as they bought it, you know, Brock Lesnar tests positive. John Jones is gone. Uh Conor McGregor's gone. So, I mean, they thought they were going to get a landmine, but mm -hmm. um, or a gold mine, excuse me. They got a landmine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely stepped on a landmine. <laughs> um, it, I guess it all depends on the ESPN deal. I mean, they're getting big money from ESPN, but I, I mean, buy rates are down, yeah, for sure, and and that's why they're basically going to pay Conor whatever he wants for this UFC fight because they want him to come back. Because yeah, buy rates are down. That's why Brock's coming back and getting a title shot against DC. Mm. Buy rates are down. They need the money. They need the pay the pay per view buys. And 
you know, yeah, for the UFC, business would be great if Connor wins. If Connor sticks around, but yeah. I don't expect him to do that. Because, gotcha. I mean, Connor's made it known. I, you know, the double champ does whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> <laughs> Got all those plates spinning. <laughs> he does have too many plates. Um, <laughs> Did you see what Connor said on Instagram? Did you see his post on Instagram today? Uh, I think it was today. He, he posted a shot of him, uh, you know, just being ripped and showing his cock in his, uh, his shorts. And he said, if he dies, he dies. I get paid twice. <laughs> Which is so goddamn fantastic. I did see that one. I, I, I mean, the guy's a, the guy's a showman. He knows what he's doing. He, he, he makes, he, he knows how to talk shit without, belittling his opponent which uh, you know a lot of people need to learn how to do so who is the next conor mcgregor in the in ufc though because you know to your point if conor wins and leaves who is going to step up and fill that void and be that charismatic guy that people like scott and i are drawn to that we're just like i just want to see this dude talk shit and punch people in the fucking face like that's who i think the ufc needs so who is that next guy up in my opinion, if 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 it, this fight plays out the way I think it's going to play out, I think it could be Khabib Nurmagomedov. Just because if you listen can't say to the his way name. he talks, like his... <laughs> he's out. I can't say. <laughs> I know. I can't. I he can't. doesn't have a nickname like Iceman <laughs> or yeah. the Shamrock. Apu Nahasapisapetalov. I mean, it's fucking Simpsons. Yeah, oh, Jesus. His Come... nickname's Trash Panda. No, uh... <laughs> that works. <laughs> I'm on board again. I'm back on board. I got go, it. Go team. By the, way, by, by the way, I'm making it official. I'm changing my show's name to Trash Panda MMA. So. I will listen to that two times a week because of that. <laughs> uh, so you think Khabib no, is the next guy up? Shit, if, yeah, if you listen to him talk and the way he builds things, I, I think there's like a, an endearing quality to the way he talks, like his broken English with his Russian accent and just how cocksure of himself he is. Pretty sure that's the saying and not something that's on top of my head. Um, and if not him, maybe Darren Till this weekend if he manages to knock out Tyron Woodley. I don't think he does, but, I mean, he's undefeated. He's got one draw on his record. But, I mean, if he knocks out the champ, then he does, he, he's from, you know, he's from the – and he he can talk. He talks a lot of shit. He, talk, he calls people out. He talks shit, but he, he delivers results. I don't know if he's going to be able to do what uh, – the way Connor has, because I don't think there's ever going to be another Connor McGregor's, you know, sad to say, but I think, I think out of, you know, could even tell, I mean, those are the two that have the best chances. So before we, before we get into uh, the, the next fight, uh, my question is with Khabib fighting Connor, is there any worry around UFC circles about Russian interference in the fight? Uh, like, is there a piss tape on Conor McGregor out there that we should be worried about that he's going to have to throw the fight uh, and, and Putin is, has influenced this in any way? Conor did hang out with Putin not too long ago. See, I, I son of a bitch. Movie, so. That's the, it's, <laughs> so, fucking, it's all over again. The, there's well, going to be some but, trolls I mean, coming will in. Deny it left and right, no matter how much evidence there might be. I feel like Conor McGregor would own up to that. Be like, yeah, I pissed on him. Okay, fine. Shit. fine, fine, fine. Wrap this up because we've got to get to one more big fight. Yeah, nobody cares about that. MGK versus Eminem. <laughs> Who you got? Uh, <laughs> I know that's the fight of the year right there. Um, Eminem. I mean, seriously. The, the few bars that Eminem spit out uh, on Kamikaze was just 
better than the entire entirety of the song that MGK put out. Thank you, sir. That's all we need to hear. <laughs> and now we get to the quick hitter portion. Wait, of Robert, our, before, uh, you, before we do that, Robert, what are you drinking tonight, man? Because you are you also you oh. guys do a beer of the week as well on your show. Uh, so what are you drinking tonight? Not as a not as a classy as the way you guys do it, but uh, I don't know. I picked something up on the way back because I, I was kind of running out, but uh, I've never had it before. It's from uh, Krebs Brewing Company in Krebs, Oklahoma. Hmm. Prairie Artisan Ale. It's called Birthday Bomb. The reason I picked it up is because it's the closest thing I could find to the Big Baptista. Because oh, it has a imperial stout aged with coffee, cacao nibs, vanilla beans, and chili peppers. Nice. So, it's got chili peppers? Chili peppers. Dude, that sounds good as shit. Reminds me of the scorpion beer. I'm yeah, that's what I'm saying. Beer. Joe's shaking his head no, like he's about to keep just thinking about so it. Good. So uh, good. What's, what's your verdict on that one, Robert? Is it is it as good as Big Bad Baptista? Oh, hell no, man. That's, that's one of the best <laughs> beers I've ever had. Uh, this is good for you know being able to get at the local gas station with a uh, you know nice craft brew selection. So that's fantastic. That's yeah, actually not bad. <laughs> yeah. Robert Taylor from MMA to the Max joining us. Uh, let's get into our quick hitter questions. Scott, I will turn it over to you. We need some fucking music for this. We do. This is the most important this segment is like, of our interviews. This is like we need like the who wants to be a millionaire music. Like, this is <laughs> very sure. anything from X's and O's you want to steal? <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't name bro. Alrighty, well here we go. We're gonna kick things off. Uh plain plain cake donuts, yay or nay? Oh, yay. Right. Yay! Oh, Tyson's gonna love it. Uh, wow. Jordan or LeBron? LeBron. Mm, nice. Over two. Uh <laughs> is Tiger Woods back? No. Yeah! Oh. Yeah! Slowly redeeming himself. Now, sir, more importantly, do you button the shirt from the top down or from the bottom up? I'm not an animal, so I do it from the top down. What? What? Thank you. Robert, that is anarchy. Do you zip your <laughs> pants and then button, or do you button then zip? I've never actually paid attention. <laughs> normal, just, normal answer there. Natural. Normal it's answer just, there. It's like it's, yeah. You zip them button. Got it. Okay. Are IPAs <laughs> just pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? <laughs> Are IPAs and pumpkin spice lattes for white dudes? Um, yes. Correct. Ooh. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? No. Correct. And the most important final question is a hot dog a sandwich. I already know what he's going to say. I know, I know. Oh, we already know he sucks. Yes, thank you, Robert. All right, cool. Well, you're breaking up. Got to go. Must be going through a tunnel. We'll no, see you later. No, Goodbye. No, no, hang on. Before we, uh, before we do let you go, so UFC does have an event coming up this weekend. You were talking about it. Uh, Woodley versus Till is the big fight uh, coming up this weekend. Who is your pick in that fight? I, I mean, you kind of alluded to it. Um, talking about Till might be able to knock out Woodley. Who do you think wins that fight? Let's get your official prediction on this show. Well, the reason why I said Till could win that fight is if he backs uh, Woodley up against the cage and Woodley doesn't circle off, uh, Till's just going to unload on him. But uh, I think Woodley's a lot smarter than that. He's going to mix in his wrestling along with his striking. He's got a nice power uh, overhand left or overhand right, excuse me. And I, I do think he's going to do enough to beat Till. So I have Woodley to win that fight by decision. All right. And finally, who is the guy that we should be watching? Like we should be paying attention to as like 
coming up. He's not well known. Not you know, not the Khabib, not the Tilt. Who is the guy that you're like? This dude will end up being a star in a few years. It's Tyler Ray, right? That's his name. <laughs> Sugar Ray. Johnny Ray. Wow. Um, damn, I don't know about being a star, but somebody you guys should just watch just to to, to watch. Um, you know what? Actually, I will. I will drop a name. Uh, it's actually a female. Uh, one of the women's fighters. Um, Tatiana Suarez. Make sure to check out her. Check her out, man. She's undefeated. Uh, she's on her way up, and uh, she she beat cancer. So, oh shit! Don't you feel yeah. like an ass? I mean, it's just a little, no, little was cancerous a- growth on it, but you know, it was cancer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just just one of them easy cancers to beat, but you still beat cancer. You still got a dub against just cancer. Simple. Uh, Robert, thank you so much for joining us tonight, man. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you guys need any Colin Kaepernick Nike memes, uh, Robert is the guy to go to, uh, check him out on Facebook, uh, Twitter. What's your Twitter handle, Robert? Uh, personal Twitter handle is, uh, at it's rock robster and then find the show at, uh, MMA to the max show. And then what's your, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you guys recording on it? You guys are on Tuesdays now. Or have you, uh, or is it kind of switching? The, the sad part is with my schedule work, we're on whatever day that I can get it off, like that I have time to do it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, I, know, I know how that goes. Uh, well, ch- be sure to follow MMA to the Max on Facebook. They go Facebook Live at least once a week so you guys can get your MMA news directly from Robert Taylor uh, and your co-host, your cousin Joe, uh, who just seems like he's cousin angry Joe. at you all the time. Oh, because he knows I'm always right. So <laughs> that's how Mike is towards me. It's it's just a like rough any other life. female. He's pissed about it. <laughs> that's why I recognized it. <laughs> uh, Robert, thanks so much for uh, for hanging out with us, man. Really appreciate it, bud. Oh, appreciate it. Thanks for uh, having me, you guys. I'll watch the rest of the show now. All right, so <laughs> thanks, Robert. Man. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> uh, and everybody, that call was brought to you by Rally House. Next time you need to suit up to rep your team, be sure to go to 12OunceSportsRadio.com. Click the link on the right side of every page. Rally House has gear from every major sports league, plus NCAA and even local gear. Help out 12 Ounce Sports Radio by going to 12OunceSportsRadio.com before placing your next order. That's 120ZSportsRadio.com. Man, the, oh, you son of a bitch. I already know what's happening right now. Do you? Yeah, I know exactly what's happening right now because Scott has three shots to give out. Uh... Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, this is... Uh, I don't even know what I have... Uh, what, what's banked for me here. Um, the, this was from you winning... Oh, this was, this was from State. NBA. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm now down... I'm giving you one and Joe one, and now I'm down to one last shot left from our shot bank. Joe, go on ahead and sip on that. <laughs> you don't have to... You don't have to shoot it. Just enjoy God, it. God, that is disgusting. Savor. All right, let's talk some football now that football. But, but for real though, what kind of music are we thinking? You know, for like the quick hitters, that was a little too aggressive. It was way too aggressive. It was a little fit with the MMA needs, to the max. No, it it, it, I, did, I, it I was, did fit with MMA to the max. I was yeah. thinking either the Hall of Famer or that one, and I just went with that one because it was fitting the MMA. Hall of Famer's too uh, no, that's too low key, too, too no, slow. No, not too slow. It's just that it's too uh, pomp and circumstance. I want. I'm thinking something like. High stress, high tense, like super techno, super. EDM? No, you said the you like. Said who the, wants, who to wants to be a millionaire? millionaire I think that's like, yeah. You know when that? You know when they do that? When the lights come down and they're like, yeah, do, 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 and, yeah, and everything like, gets like yeah. real. Right, so we're gonna that's... rip that part right before the quick hitters. Just All right, I'm cool. With do, that. Do, 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 do. And then and then uh, Facebook Live cuts the feed for copyright oh. infringement. Holy is that shit. still on TV? 
Uh, yeah, I think it's like Meredith Vieira now. Michael Kendricks pleaded guilty huh. to insider trading and faces up to 25 years oh, yeah, in prison. Yeah, 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 Dude, he yeah, yeah, said yeah. before he was... I, no, I know Browns. he did, but I mean, I didn't realize Go that it, it was a 25-year sentence. Yeah, dude, it was legit Shit. jail time. That's hey, cool, though. Mar- Martha Stewart got like 10 months, so, you know. <laughs> that, that would be my argument. I'd be like, Martha. Well, and that's the thing. He, I mean, the max penalty is 25 years. He's yeah, probably he's not, not going to get 25, 25 years. Since, uh, since you brought that up, you guys want to talk about Hard Knocks and, and, uh, and that season? Yeah, a uh, little, little bit, and then we'll, we'll move on. But Hard Knocks was pretty solid. Dude, it was a great season. First watch Knox. through ever of all the episodes and not just clips. I admittedly had never watched a single episode. I just got the gist of everything and through social media and media coverage in general knew what happened in all the seasons, all the important points. But this was the first time I actually sat down, watched every single episode, was not disappointed. Browns were very entertaining. Dude, and, and I think that's the best part about Hard Knocks because I don't care about the Browns. Like, they're, they, you nope. know, it's just the, it's the Browns. Uh, but Hard Knocks we seems to make... We going to the ship, what? We going to the ship, what? Excuse me. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Hard Knocks makes whatever team they're following so likable. Like it doesn't matter it, when they when they were the Jets. I was like, ah, I kind of want to see Rex Ryan and the Jets do good because these are some fun, entertaining guys. Do well. when they were no do good. I wanted oh, okay. them to do good. Okay. I wanted to cool. do good things in the community and, and then gooder, <laughs> and then, <laughs> then do them good and on do game the day. Goodest on the field. Got it. Uh, but when they, when it was Cincinnati, I really wanted to see uh, Cincinnati do well. That actually was what the turning point was to get me to be more of a Bengals fan because I didn't care about the NFL at all <laughs> until Hard Knocks. And then I was like, these guys are actually – they're people. This is kind of cool to watch. Uh, and this season was no exception. Big fan of, uh, of Hard Knocks. I am so upset that Carl got cut. Carl! I just thought of – I'm uh, just upset that we're not going to get any more time with our favorite – Offensive line coach. Oh yes, he was to me. <laughs> that, that was the breakout gut. star. It's not even the coach himself; just his gut. Yes, yes. <laughs> his, his stomach was the breakout star of that show. <laughs> that coach was. Uh, I he drove a Maserati. <laughs> I mean, it, what, what was happening? <laughs> when he tossed the keys, it was like no Ferris Bueller shit. <laughs> It was just crazy, man. <laughs> uh, that dude was fantastic. The one takeaway that I do have, though, uh, I am so glad the Bengals don't have Hugh Jackson as a coach because watching him, I did not like the way he coached that team. I feel like he is way too buddy-buddy with his players. He is not – like, I, I know a coach needs to be a little – bit. you know, they got to trust their coach. Look, look I, like, is, I like Hugh, and I, I think he can be a good coach, but you, you, you nailed something that kind of bothered me is that He's just too nice. I Very think, nice. I think that's, yeah. that, that's ultimately going to be his downfall is that yep. he's just too nice. Yep. And, and you got to be somewhat of an asshole to be a successful you got to be somewhere in between him and Greg Williams because Greg Williams is a gigantic yeah. asshole. Yeah. And then Hugh is, you know, and, and when Hugh was trying to be mean, it, it almost came off as a little phony because he, he was so friendly and right. like, like so good with all his players and had this – you could tell legit relationship with a lot of them yeah. that it was like, ah, he's, damn. A, he's definitely a player's just, coach. Yeah. I just want him to be a little bit more actually yeah. mean. I mean, yeah. cause that's how you have to be in the NFL. You have to kind of be cold and calculated Agreed. as a head coach. So Agreed. I Cleveland Browns fan, my <laughs> buddies and I, we talked about it. It's kind of like uh, my one, he referred to it as like the stepdad where it's like, he comes uh, in yeah. and he's like, 
I don't know which lines to step on. I don't know if yeah, I can be like this or good. that. And it's like, that's a good. But like, I kind of want to be nice to you guys, so you guys don't like fire me. But like, I also kind of want to be I gotta, mean. I gotta, be, I gotta discipline so like, you. So like, it's like yeah. you know, like I gotta be mean to you, but then it's like I gotta hug you after being mean to you and like give you a cookie and get you <laughs> that's, ice cream. No, that's 100%. Yeah. It's right. just like True. he's just like the stepdad right now. And he just calls everybody weird. little buddy. He's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tussles their hair on the sidelines. I want to know though. Uh, speaking of coaches. How uh, let's do an over under. Uh, we'll say week four of the season is your your starting point. Over or under before Todd Haley and uh, Greg Greg Williams, will, Williams blow get into a fight on the sidelines because oh, it's gonna happen. I thought it was happening during training camp. Yeah, for sure. When, when Williams was like, somebody's got to block him. It's like <laughs> you just fucking ran into the quarterback, bro. Like everybody in the you know. same team, yeah. Farva. And he's like, somebody got to block him. Uh, no, motherfucker, you got to keep your guys in control. Uh, so eventually, those two are going. And then no doubt. even in that last episode, the little digs that Haley had where he was yeah. like. You don't have a life outside of this, do you? And Williams was like, I see my granddaughter sometimes. <laughs> I was like, wow, holy shit, dude. It got really real for yeah, a moment there. Was like, was, oh, shit. I felt so awkward watching that. And then Hugh came in and was like, hey, little buddy, come on, skippers. Yeah. Let's, let's, these guys are losing their jobs. Uh, those two are going to fight over under week four. Uh, over. I'm going to go over, over. too. Yeah, it's definitely because it's not really going to happen. Because yet. because they already know they're going to lose <laughs> the first two games and the third game's the Jets. So if they lose, well, if they lose the they Jets lose game, the Jets, then, it's, gonna, then it's going down. Hugh Jackson's going to be fired if they lose the Jets. It'll be over real quick. If they win, mm. it'll it'll go a couple more weeks before it's like, okay. So you've have. got them losing the first two games, hands down. Like, you don't even give them a shot against Pittsburgh. Uh, nah, it doesn't matter if Le'Veon's not playing or not. Nah, mm, nah, nah, wow, that's nah, interesting. Nah, nah, nah. Keep that filed away for the uh, degenerate start board of doom, just in case, uh, you know. And then they play the Saints. Yeah, they, they lose that one. But you don't think? I mean, <laughs> Williams Williams might be coming in hot on that one. Yeah, Captain Bountygate. The, 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 the team that jettisoned him and yeah. used him as a scapegoat. Yeah, he might be coming in hot. I think there is going to be a high price on Drew Brees' head <laughs> for that game. Shit. <laughs> Robert, Robert uh, chimed in. He said the Chiefs are going undefeated, right? Uh, sure, man. Whatever makes you feel good. Uh, and Mahomes, Patty Mahomes, we try, homie. <laughs> I love the memes of Steph Curry's daughter. That was so good. <laughs> Have you seen that shit? Steph Curry's daughter, all grown up. Oh, it's Pat Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Hard Knocks, fantastic. If you haven't checked it out. Be sure to go to HBO and watch that because it is totally worth it. Uh, football is definitely back. So let's talk college football, some uh, some of the big games from this weekend. Auburn-Washington was the big top 10 matchup. That was supposed to be the big, hey, man, this is the game you got to watch. Uh, Auburn beat Washington in that game. Washington looked like – here's the, the thing about that game. That was the chance for the Pac-12 to ball out and be like, we're not the shitty conference from last year. And that's and why they I knew they wouldn't because they they had their chance. What It wasn't this past year. It was the year before when they were in the, the, yeah, the conversation. Washington, no, Washington made or uh, they the did fourth. Make the yeah, they were the yeah, fourth And then team. got completely – they got their asses whooped, and it wasn't even close. And it was just like, see, this is why the Pac-12 can't have anything nice. And it was one of those things where you pretty much just miss, dismiss everything they're going to do. And right then and there, I was like, well, I'm writing off the Pac-12 forever. Yeah. And this game was no different. As soon as I saw the matchup, I thought Auburn's going to win this easily. Yeah. And it was never in doubt. <laughs> and they did. And that's, that's what was yeah. so frustrating about that one was to see Auburn just handily win that game and Washington piss it away. 
It's just like, ah, oh, is the Pac-12 there? I mean, they have some teams that are um, that are definitely going uh, to be um, they're, they're definitely going to be a, a decent team. Um, Stanford, USC, they've got a collision course this weekend. Those teams, those two teams are playing, uh, so we can see. One of those teams is going to come out on top. I think Stanford's going to win that game. Um, but I think the, either one of those teams, Stanford or USC, is going to be the ones that are the, the torch bearers for the Pac-12 this year. They, but they generally have been. I mean, Washington. No, recently Johnny, Washington has. No, been. no, no. I know. It's, I was going to say Washington is Johnny come lately. But prior to that, it was just like, all right, it's Stanford and USC, and so we're getting back to kind of the norm for the Pac-12. I feel like. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I mean, agree. Washington, they, they they had a cute little story, and yeah, I mean, I actually really like Peterson as a coach. I think he's great. I just think he's his talents are wasted at a school that is just going to end up doing what they did against Auburn, like never really actually being able to compete with the top tier programs. But they'll pretend out there on the West Coast where nobody's really paying right. attention. Right until they get exposed by one of these other teams. Exactly. What was the game this week that you were like? super honed in on the one that you were like, this is going to be the the best game. Cause you're not a college football fan. No. So what's the, what was the college football game that you were like, this is the one I got to check out Michigan, Notre Dame. And then, uh, I, it ended up being disappointing. Not, not because Notre Dame won just because Michigan, I just never felt like they showed up. It, it just was very disappointing. It, like I thought it would be, I one I thought Michigan would win. But two, if they were going to lose, I just didn't think it would feel like they were never really in it. Well, and like Michigan was just there. It felt as, like the whole time. Yeah. And as a Notre Dame fan, the shitty thing about that one, Notre Dame won that game what felt like really handily. That first half was all Notre Dame. But there's still – Michigan was in it. Like they had a chance at the end of the game. And but that's – Here's the problem. If I was a, a Notre Dame fan, my thought would be – Shit, that's supposed to be a, a good win, and now, when you look back on it, it's going to be one of those wins where it's like, oh, yeah, we beat Michigan, and it doesn't really help you in any way, shape, or form, because unless Michigan has this dramatic turnaround, that wasn't that quality of a win, you know? I think it ends up being somewhat of a quality win. <sighs> I don't know. I gotta say, well, the arrows pointing down. Okay, on but Michigan but if you look game. at the Big Ten in general, Michigan State struggled with Utah State. So Fine. so I think Michigan could beat Michigan State. They're gonna lose to Ohio State. But Michigan no hasn't beat Michigan State though under Harbaugh. That's the thing. I mean, they could, but will but they? That's what I'm saying. I feel like this is the year Michigan State didn't prove anything this weekend, so they look like a team that Michigan could beat. But is it one of those things where it's week one and oh they didn't really take the opponent seriously and I, I mean I feel like that like that just happens sometimes in these games where it's like oh you have these scares I mean Michigan State ultimately won so what does it really matter if they if they come out next week and they look sloppy again and shitty then maybe start to worry but that very first game as long as you come away with a win it's like eh whatever it, it may it may have been ugly but you get the W and then you you just never look back. So, I mean, if, for Michigan to take the next step, they've got to start beating Michigan State and Ohio well, State. Well, that's the big Penn knock State. on Harbaugh. They and, can't. And you know me, I'm a, I'm a Harbaugh apologist, but, bro, it's time to put up or shut up. They, and they in the way, do it. And the way Michigan looked against Notre Dame, that's where I'm like, 
they're not going to do it this year either. I just they, I, I, nothing that I saw against Notre Dame makes me think, oh yeah, they could they could be any of those teams in their own you know conference. Well, and that's the thing. So I do think the second half, Michigan's defense balled out. They looked good. I think a lot of that had to do with Brian Kelly being fucking Brian Kelly and going super conservative and not doing anything to lose the game because that's what Brian Kelly does. I was in a a group on Facebook, and I was talking. It was all Michigan fans and me, and I was like, just wait. Wait until this second half because Brian Kelly is going to shit his pants once we get into the third quarter. (laughs) Right down the sure enough, butthole puckered, and Michigan got right back into that game. Uh, so it is what it is. Um, anyways, that's that's where we're at with that. Uh, Notre Dame, though, here's my overreaction. Notre Dame has a chance to go into that Stanford game. That's week five of the season. I think they play Stanford week five. Notre Dame and Stanford could both be undefeated top ten teams uh, mm. with Stanford coming to Notre Dame. The following week, Notre Dame plays Virginia Tech. They could also be undefeated going into that game. Notre Dame could have two back-to-back Top 10 games with undefeated streaks on the line. That's fucking crazy. That's huge, but it happens so... Excuse me. Happens so early in the season that even if they win both... It just could be forgotten by the time things roll around. I mean, week four and five? No, five and six. Okay, but even still, like, I mean, it just... it's, It's close enough to that committee, but it's just like, if they lose one... In the next week, the next few weeks after that, before everything's decided, that's what will be remembered. That's the only well, and, and here's problem the thing. with having it that early. And here's the thing: Notre Dame has the chance if they if they come out of that Stanford and Virginia Tech run at, at six and zero, oh, the mm-hmm. next few games are like Navy and fucking cupcakes and just bullshit teams until they end up playing uh, Florida State, who showed this weekend. That Florida they ain't shit. Uh, so Notre Jesus Dame, Christ. If, if that's the case, if they can get past Virginia Tech undefeated, Notre Dame has a chance to be going to USC at the end of the year undefeated playing for a playoff. And then they choke it away. And then I jizz all over this fucking table for that game because uh, that'll be unreal. Notre Dame undefeated going into USC. The last time that happened, 2012. And what did happen in that game? Notre Dame beat USC. Uh, and uh, Notre Dame ended up going to the national championship, and then I don't know what happened after that, but I do know that they <laughs> beat down. USC. The season doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. is what happened. That's exactly what happened. Uh, that, actually, Notre the Dame next has, game doesn't count because it doesn't matter what happened because yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's yeah. a race. Notre Dame, well, Notre Dame was 0-0 that year, uh, actually, so, yep, you're 100% right, Joe. I don't know what happened after that. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, shit. Um, wow. <laughs> Somebody had a phone call come through, and they are seriously not happy about that. Um, was that Drew? I think it was Drew that called. Uh, anyways, let's talk about our football picks because we got to get these <gasps> real in. quick before we, should should we talk about the streak for the cash after all yes! our hiatus? Let's talk yes. about that. Let's do the that. hiatus. Uh, we had the streak for the cash throughout all of August. Uh, Scott, we're off. I will. I I mean, genuflect. Unreal what you did in that streak for the cash group. Scott picked sixteen game. He had a sixteen game streak going at one point. Won the group handily. Nobody was even close to him. Uh, it was absolutely insane. Second place in the group was Joe with eight. Uh, so all this shit that we're trying to give away, and you two motherfuckers coming first in second place. Uh, Joe had an eight game streak which actually tied uh, the, the person who ended up, we gave uh, the winner to mm-hmm. in second place. Both of them had an eight-game streak as well. But Joe like, just picked like 
nine games, it seemed like, because he had a 750 win percentage, <laughs> which is why he came in second. He had an eight-game streak, and I think you only lost two games in the whole month. That's fucking bananas. Uh, but the winner of the group was none other than Drew, our good buddy Drew. Drew, uh, <laughs> Drew had an eight-game streak. Uh, he had like a five-something uh, win percentage, edged out the second-place winner. So Drew is the winner of a Craft Brood Sports shirt, a sticker, the Minuteman uh, gift certificate for $100, as well as a Bengals autographed yard flag that uh, we have sitting right over there. So, Drew, congratulations on the win. <laughs> Maybe you can give us a break when you call in on the voicemails and talk shit. Maybe. No, he's still going to talk shit to Joe. Well, it's going to happen. Yeah, well, that's fair. Talk shit to Joe. <laughs> uh, second place was uh, somebody with the username OU Fink, and I don't know who that is. So, if that's you, OU Fink, come, hit come us up. to the front. They are also in the Minuteman Pick'em. So, yeah. Uh, it's somebody Show who up. It's not like somebody just randomly you won found second us. place. <laughs> uh, they won a uh, t shirt and a sticker. So, congrats on your eight uh, pick streak. I had a streak of three. Was... <laughs> Sorry. No, it was, dude, it was so frustrating. I stopped playing midway through. <laughs> Why did I get hit with the whales? Because you're a bitch. <laughs> that was a solid enough reason for me. Moving on. Fair enough. Uh, all right, so let's talk about how we're doing our picks this year. So this year is going to be different than what we've done in years past. We do have the Minuteman Pick'em. Well, it was always going to be different because we have Joe versus just me and you. I know, but I'm saying we're not doing it like against the fans where like people in the show can do punishments or whatever. So we, uh, we are doing things a little bit differently for our Pick'em. There is still the group that we are a part of with Minuteman. Mm-hmm. We're going to come up with it. It's probably going to be a T-shirt for the winner of that group. Whoever mm-hmm. wins that can, can get a T-shirt. Um, we also have some side bets with other not Podcasts. side boobs, side bets. Uh, so we have one. No distractions. Missed week one. They were just like, "Fuck you." I you we know, don't even need week one. Is damn, what I said. forgot. So, I forgot that they were in it because yeah. on the standings they weren't. Terrified. Yeah. So no distractions is looking to get in week two and, and make up some ground. <laughs> Fair. Uh, there's also uh, Scout Team Radio uh, here on Twelve Ounce Radio. You can hear them every morning at six a.m. Uh, and a replay at 11 a.m., and then they do their regular show on Wednesday night. Uh, so check them out. They are also in there. They struggled, man. They went like one. I think Chris had five, and Loudbeard had six. It was a rough showing for Scout Team. For being the ones that are like the daily show. What's wrong with six? Uh, yeah, I don't know, Joe. What yeah, is what's wrong, what's wrong with six? six? Yeah, this motherfucker bursting. Bringing our normally it's me that brings our average down, but I came out with eight wins out of the gate. To be fair, over the long haul, you will be the one that brings us down, but we'll carry you. Listen, ass. listen, listen. I was on vacation on a boat, and I still got six. Look, it don't matter. I got eight. You have no excuse for getting less than eight. Scott, how'd you do? You got seven. I got seven. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I, I win. Chain, look, and look, I look, retire look, as look, the look, champion. Look, 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 look. I, Everything else from here a on out. A chain is only as strong as its weakest link. This week, our weakest link led our group. So I'm going to take that as we going to be fine. We did. No, well, wait. Okay, whatever. That's yeah, fine. I just called <laughs> you the weakest link. That's what I was deluded to. <laughs> Uh, we also have a bet with what's up, what's up sports. Uh, uh, they came in pretty strong. And then our good friends, sports dance, uh, Greg from sports dance is holding it down. That show hasn't, they haven't put out a show lately, but doesn't matter. They put out Greg constant is still, tweets. Greg is killing it on their, their Twitter. And him them. and I have a love 
love relationship between the Reds and the Braves, also, the Red Sox and the Braves, as far as also, World Series. Greg's a Notre Dame fan, so big ups, Greg. Uh, <laughs> that that was the only downside that I found. To Sports so Stance underscore. Go follow him on Twitter. Uh, how th- how do we not have part of the Andy fight song on this thing yet? Come on, let's get let's get that clip. Let's get that clip and hit the soundboard. All right, man. I'll put it on there. I'll put it on there. No. You know, Jude knows that. His name son. is my name too. That's not even close. Uh, that's, not well, how it goes. that's how it sounds. And who do you who do you root for? No college oh, cheese. Yeah, he's, he's a bitch. He's a bitch. He's a bitch. They just feeder league. All right, but anyway, so we've got the the Minuteman pick'em. We are also going to be doing something special with our picks this year. Uh, Scott did this on the minisode, the, the one minisode that he released. During, remember, remember when Scott was I like, said I was going to do one every day, and I did every one. day, every day we're going to put one out there, and if not, at least every Thursday. So there's something, and then it was one, uh, one the whole time we were gone. So uh, Scott talked about this, but basically, we are going to pick games. Scott and I have to pick either whatever we pull. It might be against the spread. No, might no, be no Joe, up. Joe's in on this too. Okay, Joe's in on this too. You are in those too. I thought you were. Yeah, just, I thought you were facilitating. Damn. Okay. I, no, no that's my bad. I thought he was facilitating. No, that's my bad. Oh, this, this is my a bad. full show thing. Good. Okay. Man. Good. I, I didn't clarify. Trying to undercut Joe like that. I wasn't trying to undercut Joe. It wasn't like we don't have like ninety post show pre show conversations. Joe, I got you. Anyways, so we are all going to pick a game. Uh, if you lose that game, you the next week have to throw out a dartboard that is going to have a variety of punishments available. Uh, so, Joe, why don't you give the people a little preview of some of the punishments that have already been decided on that we will be enacting? Well, first off, it's called the Degenerates Dartboard of Doom. <laughs> so there's that. Just imagine, like... When we I need hit some the board, for that too. it'll be like an echo, and there'll be some like lightning crashing and thunder crashing. Degenerate start board of doom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but some some of the <laughs> some of the things that'll happen is someone's gonna have to grab Mike's guitar and go play in Fountain Square <laughs> and uh, play for tips. And if you don't get the number of tips, you about, can't leave until about ten you get the bucks. We're, we're asking for like ten bucks because we're tips. gonna be terrible. Just the tips. Uh, other things. Just enough to buy a six pack for the show. I feel like that's exactly. what that should be. The punishment should be called just the tips. Just tips. That's a good one. I like, I like it. I want right. Guitar Hero, but you know, you know no, that's fair too. Uh, one of the other ones is drink a shoey. Have a poor nice hams. One of these warm hams behind the bar into a shoe and drink a shoey. Oh that sounds so bad. That sounds uh, so bad. We are going to, if you hit this one, you have to dunk your underwear in the icy hot lotion and then wear it throughout the whole show. <laughs> uh, Mike's favorite, the booby tassels. That's you got to wear booby tassels that's, the that's whole show. Be, I hope I hit booby tassels because that's going to be a good one. Booby tassels will be a, that'll be a winner right there. But, you know, we're also looking for suggestions. So tomorrow we'll be putting up a post. Open post in the group on our page looking for your guys' suggestions on what should be punishments, what we should have to dress as, eat, drink, do, within reason. You know, I mean, not yeah, that much money. Like, some of you guys with your punishments last year were outlandish as some crazy fuck. shit, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Think, so, uh, so, so, booby tassels. So, we're going like along those lines. <laughs> so, oh, also, uh, someone is going to have tattoos drawn on them. 
by Mike's son Jude, and it'll be arms and face tattoos, and rock that the whole show. I hope that I hope that Scott gets that just so that he has to go to work at like one o'clock care. in the morning. I don't even care. Oh, see, I'm hoping tattoos. it's you to cover that bald head. Damn. So we're picking we're picking teams tonight though, right? We are going to pick teams. We got we're going to do our first okay. picks. Uh, so let's just get right into that. Uh, Joe has the the uh, the picks ready to go. The degenerate hat of doom, uh, Scott. Since you are the uh, the, the champ, the champ is here. Yeah, your I get to uh, first pick. Yeah, you get first, so and we get one throwback. So, one throwback. If yep. you don't like it, mm-hmm. if you don't like the game, you can you can pitch it. So our games come off of the Minuteman pool that we have. So we join use- the group if you're not. All 12 games, um, we are using the lines for the games. Um, some of them we made a push just to make it either you know, a little harder f- or against the lines to make it like a straight-up pick them. But we are using those 12 games. They are all in a hat. Everybody gets one pick. If they don't like it, they can throw it back, and I get stuck with the second one. But uh, here we go. Our first I'm nervous. ever pool draw. I'm really nervous. I, I, I'm nervous. This is the first time this has ever happened. I know. Uh, all right. Who is First your ever pick out of the uh, He's hat? Throw this is... back. He's throwing this one back. UC versus Miami, which is a push. Oh, so straight up. With I'm the keeping this and I'm taking UC. That's a good call. Yep. They just, I can't believe they, they beat, beat the UC. shit out of UCLA. I mean, granted, it's UCLA and we just talked about but how the Pac 12 is garbage. Going but across it's UC. the country. Yeah. That's going right. across the country. It went to the West Coast. That, they sh- that was they my thing. Balled out. Had they done that at home, I'd have been like, eh. But going to California and doing that, I was like, wow. Yeah. So I'm taking UC. Uh, ironically enough, even after that UCLA blowout, uh, Miami was still favored in that game. Yeah, really um, weird. Uh, this is for the victory bell. The old victory the, bell. It is for the victory bell. Um, One of those random rummaging, rummaging. <laughs> Let's see who I got here. I have. Don't let me down, UC. Oh. <laughs> I have an NFL game. No, you know he's throwing this one back. Tennessee versus Miami. That, but but is it is a spread? It's a push. Oh, this it's one's a push. A push. Yes. Mm. Uh, so it's straight up. That's a push. Um, it's straight Damn, up. Take that one. Well, it may be one of those that like you know no, that it didn't get pulled I, for the I, spread. I know. I know um, who I'd take in that one. That's, to me, that's, I mean, it was one eighty or one zero. That's about I don't know where is the model opener. Do you have it last? Who you got? Who you got? Though? Uh, you know what? I am going to keep this one. I'm going to pick Tennessee in this game. Yeah, that's the. Uh, so I will. I will keep that game. Uh, I'll <laughs> I can't wait till the ghost of Tannehill rises up and just fucks you it's in gonna, the ass. You know it's going <laughs> to fucking happen. <laughs> no. Like this is it will 100 percent be the the time that Ray Finkel <laughs> shows up and fucking <laughs> kicks a game winner. And I, ah, oh, son of a this bitch. This is Tannehill's coming out party. <laughs> give me that, give me that bottle opener. Cause I know, I know how it goes for me. That's true. That's how it goes. I think like in, right, in Minuteman, I think 90% of the people have picked Tennessee, by the way, too. So that makes me feel even less confident in that game. All right, here you go, Joe. Go on ahead and pick, pick you one out. Okay. Rummaging, oh, rummaging, rummaging, rummaging. I like to rummage. Robert said Titans win that. That makes me feel a little better. Yeah, no, Titans yeah. win He that. was at one point the number one picker in the UFC. That to me, uh, that so, to me is right. an easy call. Got like, one here. That's why I was like, eh, I wish I had that one. Ooh, we got our first one that is a line. Oh, we got a spring. We got a line. I wish I wish Maybe. it was the Browns I mean, game he might for this throw, dude. I know. He might throw it back. Michigan State versus Arizona State. Ooh. Michigan State is a 6 that is a wait. What? That Michigan is a state's a six point favorite. Michigan state's Ooh. given six. Didn't I tell you? Uh, wow. I'm gonna throw this back. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say good I'm gonna throw on that one because this one that that's one of those ones that. Uh, <clears throat> well, and not only that, you don't want to bet against Herm. Like you can't you can't bet against Herm in that one. Oh, he's gonna rally them boys, so ah. especially at home. Mm. Get them Devils 
going. Horns up. <laughs> what? Is that, huh? Yeah, I think that's their thing. By the way, it, did, it, is Tom Herman really pissed that uh, – is, is the problem that everybody is pissing dark in Texas? Is that why they lost to Maryland <laughs> week one? Is that what went on? Horns up reminded me. Like, it has to be. Hook him got hooked because fucking Tom Herman – he's going to get run the fuck out of Texas. You fired Charlie Strong for that. Anyways, go ahead, Joe. Uh, it's it's another nice. NFL game, and it's another push. Ooh, uh, Dallas and Carolina. Ooh, I That's know who a, I'd pick. <clears throat> no, yep. this this is a tough one. Man. I know who I'd pick. One. I know who I, I know who. Okay, I'd okay, pick. okay. Hold on. Before we get Joe's pick, then who would you pick? I'm picking Carolina. In this That's game. exactly why you should go Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> Where's it at? Where's this game at? It's in Carolina, Car- motherfucker. Carolina. Carolina. That's even better. That just oh. helped my cause. But yeah. it's the Mike Berlin jinx. Keep in mind, you're gonna be throwing darts at a dartboard when you pick Carolina. <laughs> Carolina. Wait, he picked Dallas, didn't he? No, I picked no, Carolina. Pick Carolina. That's oh, what I'm saying. Man. It's going to be Carolina. Oh, man. I'm picking Dallas. All right. <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fed right into his trap. <laughs> okay, so we've got. I really picked Dallas. Me, <laughs> me with I'm UC straight up. I got Tennessee straight up. Tennessee straight up. And then, Joe, it was it, it was Carolina and Dallas straight up. Straight so up. took Dallas. Okay, so we all had straight up picks. None of us picked. Can we write this down? Yeah, we got, because we're not going to remember down. this shit. Uh, yeah. Scott, you see, you see, you're the only one that's going to find out on Saturday. That's weird. Uh, and I, uh, I'll be the first one to have to throw the dartboard. Uh, and then uh, Dallas for Joe. All right. Picks are locked. locked. I Man. can't. Wait for next week. I hope we all lose just so that we all have to fucking throw at the dartboard. That's going to be baller as shit. Just remember, uh, we are putting a post up tomorrow, so we are looking for suggestions. Give us your best ones within reason that we can do. Run to Kroger, grab a little sum sum, or just do in studio. Someone has to dress up as something, or we can just go to let's Goodwill. Give people, let's give people all of the punishments that we've already brainstormed, just so that we don't get duplicates. Here's what we have. Uh, Joe talked about the shoey, the icy hot undercarriage. Uh, Huck Finn is where somebody will have to do the whole show in a straw hat and overalls with no shirt underneath. Five-minute ice tub, where you're going to have to get in a bathtub, five minutes full of ice. Uh, booby tassels, Guitar Hero, or just the tip. Uh, art by Jude. Rot gut or beerless. That's a brutal punishment. In that one, the show, you either have to do it uh, with nothing but cheap fucking whiskey or vodka from like a gas station. Or Stone Sober, where everybody else gets to drink and you have to just sit there and watch us. Uh, so that's either one of those is brutal. Uh, and then we have the 40-year-old virgin where you will get your chest waxed. Uh, maybe not even the whole chest. Maybe just the nips. Maybe maybe we just wax the nips. I don't know. Uh, but those are the punishments that we brainstorm, just kind of thinking of stuff. So if you have any punishments, add them tomorrow. I can't wait to see what people come up with. I'm super excited. You know Lou the dog's going to be like, uh, drink shit out of a dog bowl. Yeah. Uh, no. But he's 2-0. Like sniffing Lou- each other's butts. Uh. Oh, why would you say that out loud? I'm just saying. I mean, that's that, he's, you just put that in people's heads. Like seriously, you had to name all the hockey <laughs> players, and now we're gonna have to snip some butts. Jeez. God no, damn it, man! Snip some butts. I'm getting my picks right. You see for the dub. Anyways, Lou the dog two and zero in his first performance. We're gonna be doing lose uh, lose picks, I, lose losers. Yeah. I will say that you see Miami of Ohio. That was not one of the ones that were originally a push, but it was mm. only a one point favorite. In favor of UC. UC was... Oh, the line swung to UC. Actually, I lied. Miami of Ohio was a one-point favorite. When I looked today... I still would take UC, UC even against the spread. UCLA 
and they and were still, still an, an underdog. underdog to Miami That's of Ohio. Wild. That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't understand. Like, is UCLA that shitty that people are like, yeah, of course they're going to lose to UC at home to start the year. No, there's no way. It's still a Pac-12 right, team. Right. No, it doesn't Miami, matter if Chip at, Kelly's at home, first and Miami, home. And Miami isn't. It's not like Miami is a great MAC team that you're no. like, dude, these guys are fucking good. It's, it's a rivalry game. It is a rivalry game, and that's fair, but... No, 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 but I'm just saying it's a rivalry game, so you don't expect the point spread to be that crazy. But I would think, but that I would, would swing in favor. UC. I was gonna say yeah. I would think it would swing in the favor of the team that I would went say across least, country. I would and say be a team that I would you say know. UC by at least three, maybe even give them a seven point. Because is it at Miami? It's, I mean, no, it's at UC. It's, it's at, at UC. I mean, yeah. after beating <laughs> that's what I'm saying. After Does Vegas, know that we don't know. No, I have no after idea. beating UCLA, they should be at least like a nine and a half. I would at least give them a spe- okay. So at home, I'm already giving them three points, and then they beat UCLA. They got to at least be a touchdown favorite right, over Miami. Right. So that's ten. At so least. I would give them a nine and a half. Then they get the. I mean, the ten is where you would think that. The breakers get that made. That is fucking bananas. That is a banana. That's line. why Sunday morning I'm gonna be sitting there. I don't thinking like, I'm gonna be working on my dartboard aim. This is why. Because I don't like. I don't Vegas like UC. But that is there is I don't no either. respect for that. T- that's cr- that's fucking crazy. Wild. Miami is dog shit. They have been for years. They've been dog shit since before. Uh, who's the Notre Dame coach that took over at Miami? Uh, Chuck was it Chuck Martin? The the coaches at Miami now. He's still like, fuck. That's Insane. Anyways, uh, Lose Losers, if you want your college picks, uh, be sure to tune in. Lose Losers is going to be its own show each week. Regularly, every Friday, we're going to release the Lose Losers. Uh, No more during the show, but they've elevated themselves. Dude, Lou had some fire. That was was an interesting rhyme scheme in in last week's. If you've missed it, go back and check that one out, because I was very impressed by Lou. Um, He picked Michigan to, uh, to lose, and then he also picked his own... Louisville Cardinals to lose, which, which wasn't, wasn't that big I mean, of a limb yeah, to go out yeah. on. Hey, oh, my team's going to lose to fucking Alabama. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, <laughs> anybody outside of Alabama picking or anybody outside of Louisville and in the world picking them? And even I mean, one of the most diehard Louisville, fan. Louisville yeah. fans we know is like, yeah, they're going to lose this yeah. shit. Uh, unless he was picking that against the spread. The, there was no way that that was what ever going to go. What was the spread go. in that game? Uh, it had to be bad. Probably not crazy enough, though, I bet. Probably so not crazy enough. The biggest spread <clears throat> was Ohio State and Oregon State. And Ohio mm. State covered that it shit. It was a 40-point <laughs> spread. Wow. So if I would have told you Ohio State was going to beat Oregon State by I would have said 40 no. points, I would have there's no against. way. I was right? going to say there's no way, so, and then they did. So Ohio State, Especially with Meyer getting suspended, right. there's no way. I so Ohio State was also one of the – in the hat, and they play Rutgers this week. They are a 35-and-a-half point favorite. I wouldn't I would take it. it. I'd take that. You'd take the 35-and-a-half yep. points I, against I, Rutgers? I, I yes, would. absolutely. I would absolutely. because back-to-back games where you've got to overperform. Right. So, so the dog shit. So the biggest, I know, but the, the fact that you have to beat somebody by 35 no, points I, and, and a week after you were coming dude, off 40 points. So I would – It don't matter. I, I wouldn't do it. I mean, like if I'd it was – I would have taken – yeah, I would have taken the points yeah. only because it's the first home game. It's the first game where all moms and dads can get to, and all reserves are going to be in super early. There's just, and they're not going to hit that 35-point mark. It's just a lot to it's win a, by it's first, week first home game. Ohio State. No, Ohio State. Weren't they at home against uh, – no. they were at home last week. They didn't go on Wait. the road week one. 
Ohio Where State was at home. Yeah, because oh. it was in Columbus and there was a rain. It didn't matter. It, uh, it was a statement game. <laughs> <laughs> they said we don't need Urban. Look, man, it's hard to win by that many points. I understand that. Weeks. But we're talking about the Big Ten where I outside know of Ohio State, about. it's dog shit. It doesn't matter. It's just beating any team. Like, this This could be a fucking Division Two team, and I'd be like, man, 35 points? That's just a lot asking off coming, beating a 40-point spread. I just looked this up. You ready for this stat? Here's the stat for you. Stat of the day. Stat the Scarlet the day. Knights are not only winless against Ohio State, they have been outscored 219-24 to 24 with none of those Rutgers points coming in the past two meetings. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> what I'm saying is Ohio State 35. Is that what you said? Yeah. 35? 35 and a half. That's low. So they have to win by That's 36 low. to cover. Ohio State will easily win by 36. Doesn't even matter. Even with the reserves. Hey, clip that sound. I was going to say. Anybody out there say, so we can like troll. Ohio that. State is going to mushroom stamp the shit out of Rutgers. Reserve this now. Mark the time. Mark the time down. I'll fuck it. This will be our drop next Clip week. It. This is our drop next week, regardless of what happens, because either I'm going to be fucking river dancing over here for being right, or who gives a shit? Mike's wrong again. And, and <laughs> it's, it's part of the course. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we've covered everything that we wanted to cover this week. Uh, it is. It's so good to be back. Let's get into consume, consume it or can it. There it is. Uh, Consumer Candidate brought to you, as always, by Tavor. Make sure you hit up our website, craftbrewsports.com. Sign up for your free Tavor account. After your first order, you're going to get $10 in credits right on your account. This week, we had Fatheads Gsufa, uh, which is super hard to say. Gsufa. G apostrophe Suffa exclamation point. There's a lot of punctuation in this beer. Gangsta uh, Suffa. The beer uh, for me was, I mean, it was all right. It did the job. It wasn't anything that blew me away. It wasn't my favorite Oktoberfest. I understand why it was rated 52 uh, on rate beer. Take it or leave it. Uh, but since we've talked about this before, I would buy this beer again, so I would consume it. Yeah, I'm going to consume this beer. I'll just give it out of the way right there. It is very just okay. Like, it's... It, for an Oktoberfest, I've had better, but I've had so much worse Oktoberfest. What, what? Sorry, I got a message from Robert Taylor. Why did you uh, turn up the music? I got a message from Robert Taylor. Because turn said, down for what? He said, announce this on air if you get it. Uh, this was on Billboard.com. Eminem's response to Machine Gun Kelly, in the works, says Shady Records producer. Eminem is firing back. Well, there you go. I mean, didn't take long. Firing back. <laughs> anyway, like I was saying, this is Mike's drunk. <laughs> this is every bit the middle of the road beer that they called. When I first took a sip, I thought it's a slightly more flavorful Budweiser, which isn't saying anything. But the the more we drank, the more I enjoyed it, and it's just it's easy drinking. It goes down smooth. It, there's nothing anybody can say real negative about it. It's just it's beer. And I'll consume it because I would buy it again based off that. Yeah. Although I will say, Fathead comes with a little bit higher of a price tag. Mm, and that's a good that, one. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that uh, right there gives me pause as far as it just being an okay beer for ten ninety nine. Can I retract it? Can I retract? Uh, can you can't. You can't. It's not too late. Ten ninety nine price too steep. 
Oh, mic got cut. Mute my mic. Don't <laughs> mute my mic, you son of a bitch. Ten ninety nine price is. You got. You got to cut no, twice. No, I will fucking fight you. I will fight you. Uh, Ten ninety nine price is too steep. Yeah, you're right. Beer. Can can. Uh, and I'm gonna go can too. I said consume, and then I realized you know it's a it's, it's a decent beer. It's a decent beer, but it's not worth ten ninety nine. You can find very similar for much. West Sixth Oktoberfest is uh is pretty uh, solid. I mean, it's right on par with this one, and it's not ten ninety nine for a six pack. Yeah, Joe, consume it or can it? C L E till I die. It is a consume <laughs> one hundred. <laughs> Joe's a baller though He ain't got kids So he's got disposable Baller for right. real Chill Oh shit Ridpath said Chest wax would be a funny one mm. Alright Ridpath oh, is all in On the 40 year old virgin punishment Thanks man uh, Yeah ch- Check us out tomorrow For those the poll uh, To vote Two cans and a consume And Joe's was strictly Based on geography Not on the beer <laughs> I mean if you want me To give it out I'd buy it again Because it's good It's good I mean it's an easy drinker I don't really care About the price Joe also didn't pay For this one Just throwing that <laughs> out there <laughs> Like I said, I don't care about the price. It's a good beer. I mean, it's an easy drink of beer. It's a nice Oktoberfest. I can have like three liters of them. And, I mean, that's uh, the thing. Good. I could drink this for volume, but then when you consider. You can't drink it for volume at 10 99 Yeah, I was going to say the 10 99 pressure. You're like, that. whoa, it's Never not right. It's Damn, not a volume. Get yourself drinker. a sugar mama. What you doing? All right, I'll tell my wife. One of those. I'll tell my wife to, that I need a sugar mama. Dang, sucks, sucks to have kids. Wow, this is- weird. <laughs> this is fake consumer or can it brought to you by some more. Uh, Joe. Let's get right into the poll before we forget, because I'm not forgetting now that we're back. Uh, Motherfucker of the Week, hit me with that drop from Motherfucker of the Week. Uh, Motherfucker of the Week, poll. Motherfucker of the Week, poll. (laughs) Motherfucker of the Week, poll. He's got the volume down. He turned (laughs) up the wrong one. Son of a bitch. We are a well-oiled machine in our three weeks off. Robert says I'm gone, but I'm then we got blasted Joe, out of the you fucking motherfucker room. turned Jesus it up the wrong Christ, man. Joe t- I'm watching <laughs> I don't want fucking any amateur. Hour. I don't want any technical issues tonight. No technical Jesus issues. Christ, bro. As he pushes up the wrong one. Motherfucker right, of the week. Whose fault is it that the drops are not on the freaking board? They're on the computer. Whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a mic problem. It does sound like a mic problem. <laughs> Mike's a fucking dick. All right, motherfucker of the week. Yeah. This week we had Le'Veon Bell uh, for holding out during the Steelers camp. And uh, the offensive line of the Steelers for talking mad shit about Le'Veon Bell signing. Go ahead, Scott. You go first. I already know your answer, but go ahead. Hands down, this is the offensive line. You never talk shit about coworkers under any circumstances, especially coworkers that are better than you. I mean, mm. nobody in the offensive line for the Steelers is better at their job than Le'Veon Bell. So the fact that any of them came out and said anything, I mean, if you've got a problem with a guy for holding out, that's perfectly fine. You just keep your mouth shut and don't say anything. You just no comment it. But to actually come out and say, man, this guy needs to be here. Don't you know that you're stepping on all your own toes because this guy making money at the the rate he should be trickles down to everybody else, all the offensive linemen in the rest of the league. And, did this and, motherfucker and just like, go Trump defense? He went, he went Republican Party, trickle down economics. Le'Veon Bell needs to get his money so that it trickles down. That's right. Get, getting paid, getting paid. Scott, you are a... Uh... MAGA. Motherfucker. 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 
people, motherfucker, you. I'm okay. Le'Veon Bell, get your money, money, baby. I agree with you that the offensive line is the motherfucker of the week, but not for your MAGA bullshit reason. But no, no, no. But seriously, think about it. No, you can't can't go with that excuse, and here's why. It doesn't matter. Le'Veon Bell could command. There's a salary cap in the NFL. There's only so much money all of the players can make. Right, 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 right. But if... Each one of them is pulling a bigger slice of the pie. Like when when fucking Odell Beckham gets his money like that. No, no, no. but it doesn't affect the team. It affects the position. It, no, no, Le'Veon no, no, Bell. No, no. It affects Le'Veon Bell across the league. Le'Veon Bell getting his money means running backs across the league get their money. Right. It yes, doesn't. Yes, yes. No, no, but no, it no, doesn't but help it, anybody but on Pittsburgh. But it cuts no, no, no. into the pie in Pittsburgh because there's a cap. But they missing, can only spend so much. You're missing the bigger picture, though. So if you're we, saying it'll expand the cap. It No. What I'm saying is if Le'Veon Bell gets more money, that means that every position, regardless of whether or not it's a running back, is going to use that as a, a, a benchmark and say – but if there's, if but there's a finite amount that the team is allowed to pay. That's what I'm saying. There's, there is a limit to what the team can pay. That's it's fine, a, but it's the, a salary cap, cap. I know, but the cap in the NFL goes up every single year. I understand that, but and the cap's going to go up anyway. No, no, I know, but teams aren't obligated to spend all their money on the cap. That would be true if every single dollar was spent. But since it's not, and, I, and right. owners can not, pull back right, right, right. on how much they actually not spend. Every, right. You're right on that. That's not every, what I'm saying. And I'd be interested to board. see where the Steelers are with cap room, how much they have in cap yeah. room. But you're making it seem like Le'Veon Bell holding out is going to mean every player on the team no, no, gets no, no, a shitload no. more money. And that's not going to no, happen I've, because there's only so much money that the Steelers but can But I'm looking at the big, the macro of the entire league. Like, and at some point, all of the players, because this is this is what has been argued as far as the players versus the owners is, the players have to decide whether or not they're going to be on the side for themselves and stand up for themselves as a group, or whether or not they're going to act as individuals, well, at which the owners can divide them. And that's where that's why I am voting for the offensive line because when it comes to whether it's the NFL, whether it's the people down the street at the grocery store, I'm going to side with the workers over the management right. every fucking time. And I they were stepping out to defend get, the management, right. which There's is so no need. weird. And you hit the nail on the head. If you're against it, if you're upset with him holding out for camp where you had to go and be away from your family and sweat in the heat and right. do this bullshit and stay in uh, you know a shitty dorm or wherever Pittsburgh stays for their their training camp uh, and you had to be you had to deal with all that while he got to go slap strippers asses uh, with his <laughs> girlfriend which big ups bell for that one that was a good You're move right. uh, but if you're upset about that you just don't say anything yeah. you handle it internally you right. don't put that out there and say yeah, we're siding with management on this one. You're a fucking scab in that case. Uh, exactly. So offensive line is my pick for motherfucker of the week. Joe, how did the votes come out? America voted. Merka. Because huge poll. Huge, huge numbers. Merka burned their Nikes and then voted in this poll. It's a close <laughs> one. It is a very close one. I 58 so to 42. Le'Veon Bell's the bigger motherfucker. Wow. What I tell you earlier, man. Wow. I mean, y'all People. just ain't thinking because you just, you know, you're worried about your team, which is weird because I thought we had so many Steelers haters. That, <laughs> I know. Well, the big, <laughs> I mean, I think scale, most people, but... as I'm reading this, as I'm hearing other people, most people say, get your money, then you should be ready by week one. 
You know what? I didn't take into account most people are going to vote for Le'Veon Bell because not only they're worried about their team, their fantasy. Sure. No, their, no not the Pittsburgh team. They're worried about their fantasy team. Yeah, Le'Veon Bell was like a first or second pick in most leagues. And people are I mean, it's all first. good. Get your money off season. Get it, get it, get it. Like Odell, right before training camp. Mm. And then uh, Robert Taylor demands a recount. You goddamn right, Robert Taylor. We're on board with you on that one. This has been a fan fucking tastic episode back fellas i am so glad we're. it back. was so good i'm gonna take next week off uh yeah that's right scott is gonna be gone next week it's just gonna be me and joe hanging out uh i'm gonna call in from chicago though all right good i really good. am good man that's crazy uh, i really never have lines open though like, also oh, not only that not only are you gonna be calling in uh make sure you call in after our interview because next week we are interviewing doug ray also known as toothpick one of my favorite musicians and rappers that I've ever heard. He goes back to... I, we used to listen to this dude nonstop in Ledgewood in college. Well, I saw him at Soupy's. He has had music featured in Not Another Team Movie. Uh, it's been in Orange County. He wrote the theme song for Morgan Spurlock's Super Size Me. Uh, he has a song, uh, an album out now. One of his songs is being uh, every... Uh, Every dollar that he makes on the song is being donated to Colin Kaepernick's charity. So we're going to talk to him about that next week. Doug Ray will be joining <laughs> us. Didn't talk about the Kaepernick thing. I mean, <laughs> I tried to steer it's away been from beat him. To death, so no Kaepernick, no, no Urban. Like, we're a little late. We're late on it, uh, and not only that. And everybody like, signs with Everybody knows where we're at on, on this Kaepernick history, story. So. Uh, if you're fucking you. That's what you are if you've been burning Nikes, you motherfucker. <laughs> uh, this has been Craft Brood Sports. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, really fun fucking show uh, this Fan. week. Really glad. Thank you guys hey, for sharing the goal the show. is to call in with Francisco Garza, a super listener to the show from Chicago next week. Sweet. Worst case scenario. You guys going to hit that Michael Jordan? We might, but, uh, worst case scenario, you just get me. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, make sure you guys uh, follow us on Twitter at CraftBeastSports. You can follow me at Mike Berlin. Follow Scott at ScottyK underscore Junior. Follow Joe at Goalie 4 Scott, that Twitter handle again was at Goalie 4 Not a, at JoeGoalie19. Where did I get 19 I don't know. From? You just fucking made shit I still shit up. wanted to say that just now, too. I was like, yeah. 19? I'm nope. like, where am I at getting Goalie 4 from? Uh, The disrespect, Joe. The disrespect. Uh, Ed Joe Goldford. <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm black as mayonnaise. Uh, Wait, what? Make sure you hit us up on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Cheers, Cap, everybody. we love you!
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.